In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Piano Story by Frankie Elliott from a collection of poems and short stories, stories for people who hate love, and other electrical activities of the heart. Piano Story 1 I was barely 19 when I arrived alone in San Francisco. The first thing I did was get a free piano off an old woman who didn't want to move it herself. I didn't have a mattress, pillows, blankets, a dresser, a desk, or even a lamp, but I needed this piano. The old woman said, you pay me for the movers, and it's yours. So I wrote her a check, and even though it bounced, the piano arrived, dusty and glorious and out of tune. I had no idea how to play, still don't, but I lined the top with candles from the dollar store, painted flowers across the old wooden bench, and impatiently waited for someone to come along and make it sing. Piano Story 2 I told you I fell in love with you that day you opened the door and Beethoven drifted from the record player behind you. We locked eyes and I mentally fought a panic attack as you invited me inside. I said I loved the piano, but never could play it. Well, that's not totally true. It took me a week, but I once learned the opening lines of Moonlight Sonata. Would you like me to play you for you the opening lines of Moonlight Sonata? There's a piano maker in Massachusetts who once argued that nobody has heard the famous piece the way Beethoven meant for it to be heard. It's as if the sonata is a poem that we collectively have read and loved for centuries, but the actual meaning has been completely misunderstood. What the piano maker means is actually quite technical. A modern piano isn't elegant enough for Beethoven's translation of Moonlight Sonata. The melancholic first movement is meant to be played with the sustained pedal pressed down lightly to allow the melodies to melt into each other like two lovers drifting to sleep. The piano maker argues that the pedal on a modern piano could never initiate such delicacy, such intimacy. When the pianist presses upon it, the sound is too heavy and the notes last too long, like a guest overstaying his welcome. The piano maker argues that though the notes are the same, the meaning, the emotion, the soul of it is different. What if well, one were to pause and live a lifetime in the first measures of Moonlight Sonata and hear it as it was meant to be heard, feel it as Beethoven and that piano maker in Massachusetts wished? Isn't that, I want, isn't that what I want from you? Isn't that what you want of me? To be heard the way we feel we were meant to be heard? When I told you I fell in love with you that day, the record player quietly hummed Moonlight Sonata, you let me down gently like the keys of a 17th century Viennese piano, or like a man whose mother taught him how to properly treat a woman, even an undesired one. So I move on from you and that day at your doorstep, but my love affair with the piano continues. Now to the commentary for Piano Story 1 and Piano, Stories two, piano Story 2. Um, Frankie Elliott's last podcast that I heard was her doing her date poems from stories of people who hate love um, and she sort of read them one after the other and she gave a bit of backstory to each before she read them but it made me realize that you can read those date poems individually because I did actually record one for this podcast um, but they work really nicely as sort of a long sequence poem and when I decided that you know looking for the next poem to read on this podcast and I realized I hadn't read a Frankie Elliott one in about a week or two, almost two weeks, I hadn't read a Frank Yelly poem on the podcast. So I flipped through stories of people who hate love and fell on Piano Story 2 um, and just read it. Just 
I forgot what I was doing. I forgot why I was reading. I just read the story and really enjoyed it. I sort of remembered why I really enjoyed it and why I was flicking through Frank Kelly's book for a poem to read. Um, and so I flicked back and there were Piano Story 1 was, and I kind of made sure there was no Piano Story 3. Although I kind of feel like Piano Rats, her first book is Piano Stories. But um, Piano Story 1 is really good because it sort of sets the scene of this kind of young 19-year-old narrator rocking up in San Francisco getting a free piano and you know she says in the second stanza i didn't have a mattress pillows blankets a dresser a desk or even a lamp but i needed this piano i can't ever say i've been in that exact situation never having been to america um, but i have been in a situation where traveling and, and staying overseas being in very very minimally furnished places and and for me it wasn't so much needing a piano is walking to a second-hand bookshop and, and needing a book from the shelf or you know a book or two on the dresser just to feel like the room you're in is home. So I kind of vaguely had it kind of resonated a little bit. And I like the end of this poem as well, where it just says, the last two stanzas are, I had no idea how to play, still don't. But I line the top with candles from the dollar store, painted flowers across the old wooden bench, and impatiently wait for someone to come along and make it sing. I just like the hopefulness of that. You know, the 19-year-old narrators rocked up in San Francisco with basically nothing, not even enough money to pay the removalists to get the piano into a new place. But just that kind of hopefulness at the end was really nice. And then... You get Piano Story 2, which is, I guess, a little more melancholy, a little, a little bit, not really. Um, you know, it starts off by saying, I told you, know, it starts off, I told you I fell in love with you that day you opened the door. And she just, and the next stanza is, I said, I love the piano. And then by the very end of it, you know, the, the guys up the narrated down saying, you know, you let me down gently like the keys of a 17th century Viennese piano. Or like a man whose mother taught him how to properly treat a woman, even an undesired one. So I move on from you on that day at your doorstep, but my love affair with the piano continues. And it kind of, I don't know if Frankie was doing this intentionally, but they actually kind of end the same way, where it's Palm 1 is waiting for someone to come along and make it sing. And Palm 2 is, but my love affair with the piano continues. Um, and you've no idea how much time has passed between each piano story but they're connected really well um, the stories are really good stories and they're very they're two very different stories as well one's sort of straight up is kind of hopeful and the other one's you know melancholic a little melancholic but ends you know the love affair of the piano is untainted by this rejection I'm going to leave that there um, I hope you enjoyed the reading of these two poems I hope you enjoyed this commentary uh, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time.